0: Welcome back to It Starts Now, the happy hour of finance and business. My name is Stanley, and I got my co host Christine here with me. And uh, we got somebody that stopped by to really inform us <laughs> of what's going on in his life. So, Kenan. What's going on? Welcome, sir. Thank welcome you. to It Starts Now. Happy, to, have, happy yeah. to be here. Yeah, I'm glad. we, we Listen there was a situation that happened yesterday mm-hmm. we were supposed to have you here and then yeah, yeah. things just didn't work out but we're glad that you were able to make it stay out of Miami everybody. <laughs> <listening>. <laughs> so Keenan introduce yourself and uh, what you got going on sure uh, so I am Keenan
1: Williams um, I'm an entrepreneur across a couple different verticals so I'm co-founder of a real estate prop tech company called Resi uh, we built software in New York City to enable anyone to lease an apartment from their phone in five minutes or less with no fees. Uh, currently expanding that to Miami and a couple of the markets, LA, Chicago, DC. Um, I'm senior advisor to uh, an incredible startup that I'm super excited about that you know well, Pavement. Yeah, um, shout out, out to Al, by the way, shout out to Al Amin, <laughs> uh, phenomenal founder, uh, Queens native, um, <laughs> um, and reason why I'm here today. Uh, and Al is. Uh, effectively creating software that helps uh, make same-day delivery not just efficient, but accessible to all businesses. Um, and uh, I think he's going to change the world. Um, I work with a media company in uh, California that uh, writes, sells scripts, and uh, does production of uh, uh, film, shorts, TV shows, etc. cetera, um, more like a CIO uh, running their financials. Um, I'm business management for two creatives, one out of LA, one out of New York, uh, where I do all their contract negotiation uh, and brand deals. Um, and a phenomenal father, my most important job, uh, my son Gavin, who's three and a half years old.
0: Well, congratulations. Like,
1: that's me in a nutshell, a little bit. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Just a little bit. Yeah. 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 So you must have yeah. a lot of I left, time on some, your I left hands. some stuff up. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I just really maximize it. I think I learned. Um, the efficiency is in executing right um and so as soon as something makes sense i'll stop ideating and i'll push and let the market define if it's right or wrong Mm -hmm. um and so that's how i can juggle so much is because i'm in constant motion of execution um and when, when it comes to game planning it's like years out so um
0: when you say years out, like break that down. Yeah.
1: So, uh, if um, one of my guys is shopping a script, you know, that becoming television or that becoming on a streaming platform is you know, four deals, two years, and probably 10 rewrites away. So, instead of trying to focus on that piece of content solely as how do we get this produced, there's 10 other ways to monetize it. Is it gonna be a partnership deal? Can we just sell it to a studio? Do we just get a development deal? Let us get taken out, sell the equity and just take a cash out. Do we not take a cash out, take a piece of the equity and be a part of the project? Do we uh shop it as, you know, uh a miniseries that's shot all ten episodes and they upload it at once, or is it more episodic? Um, you know, the market will tell you what that should be. I think uh, so. In a scenario like that, it's just really easy to say, "Okay, cool, let's write it and let's get it out." Um, Or you know, if a startup founder wants to raise a round, it's less about should I raise 500k or 750k or 800k. What do we absolutely need to last us for the next 12 to 18 months? Multiply that number by two. Go, let's go raise that. Um, And so I kind of operate like that in bulk. Uh, Even down, you know, to my son, if he's like that, I want to wear pajamas today. Cool, we're wearing pajamas. Right, like it's there's no reason for me to go back and forth with you if you want to wear pajamas or dad, I want to wear one blue and one red shoe. Cool, like, why, why would I give that brain power? Why do I have to stress out or I make it a dialogue with your mom or you? That's what you want to do. Let's go. Yeah. You'll tell you'll come back and tell me if that was the right decision or not. <laughs> um, and so you know, from fatherhood to finance, I operate in the same way. So that's how I maximize my time, that's how I can do so many things and work in so many spaces.
2: Well, interestingly enough. Um, you know, we are. the name of this podcast is "It Starts Now," and you, you, you pretty much are like our ideal um, guest <laughs> 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 because you know it, it, he says you know he doesn't he doesn't spend too much time on the idea. It's and a lot of times people have a lot of ideas, but who's actually going to go forward and mm-hmm. who's going to actually move on this idea? Mm-hmm. And you can't get to the next step unless you. Do you do the first thing right yeah. so um, I think that's really great uh, an example of yeah. you know how do you actually end, end up doing what you want to do and it's usually you you have to start somewhere right yeah. mm-hmm. or you have to just just start somewhere you just have to do it right yeah. so I think um, you pretty much like in what you just said just encompasses everything we're trying to we're trying to communicate you know mm-hmm. to uh, our listeners, so um, thank you for coming Plus, plus mm-hmm.
1: never. that's okay if I curse?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: Plus, never really giving a fuck if you're wrong. Yeah, like yes. that's I think to execute is fifty percent. To have no fucks given mm. is the other fifty, and they both have to have equal standing to mm-hmm. make sense and work. Because the minute you start to execute and you start to test, and the market starts to give you feedback, if you're insecure. Or if you care about opinions, or if you mm-hmm. think it should look a certain way, then you're going to make the wrong decisions on how to, you know, uh, pivot, or you're going to ideate on it too much, or you're going to stay in your head, or you're just going to be unsatisfied constantly. Mm-hmm. And you'll, so that's you'll the part. You start questioning yourself, mm-hmm. but yeah. but to a degree that's unhealthy. Healthy. yeah. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, it's always good to, to, to do the right shoulder, left shoulder dance in yeah. terms of like what's right, what's wrong.
0: We we talked about that yeah. earlier when we were talking about sometimes we have to have conversations with ourselves. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. and it's everything. Uh, it, it, it is. It is everything. It really is. But I think um, for a lot of people, that conversation starts with the outside world we're, we're, rather than having that conversation start from within. That's the flip. That's the flip that the people don't get. So you can execute to your point, but then you still have to have that that uh mindset to say listen i need to believe in this even if i have to self my talk self-talk myself into it i'm gonna do it you believe for anyone else does. nobody else does mm. exactly is is that the mindset that you had uh, moving forward to starting the the rental thing because your your thing is like can i say it's like speed easy what is it again street? uh street, <laughs> easy, street easy is, it, is like, it something like that no just think of it like can you rent an apartment as fast as you call it uber I think, of it, mm. think of it like that. But I think there was an application, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I read that you can also pay through that same app, right? Yeah, so the, the platform is, is
1: if you are a tenant. So you'll go see a unit online, book an appointment through our platform, show up, self-showing, just walk into the apartment, get the keys from the key lock because um, we'll give you code access. If you like the apartment while you're inside, pull up your phone, and immediately go through the application steps. It's only six of them-ish. Uh, and you'll get an immediate yes, no. And if it's yes, it's a temporary yes. You'll still have to put up some additional materials. But if it's a no, we'll tell you exactly why it's a no. Um, either way, you have the opportunity to add more information and then you'll have a guaranteed answer by the time you walk out that apartment if it's yours or not.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's now, what got you into that? Like,
1: uh, I've only, my career has been in commercial estate finance. So ever since I graduated from undergrad, um, I, my job, has been really professionally in commercial estate. In college, I did a ton of internships on Wall Street. Um, when I very first graduated, the initial job was at a small debt uh, bond shop. Um, but the, 99% of my entire career has been in commercial estate. So I love commercial real estate and buildings. Like they, It's probably why I, why that walk from the train was easy for me because all I was doing was looking at the real estate. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. The retail, the mixed use, the warehouse, the mm-hmm. repurpose, purpose, the construction sites, the new restaurants. hmm all
0: that Do you I mean, have no, an I, eyeball for that? Can you scope out? Like, no, I have okay. a passion for it. Okay,
1: I got into the. What's the ballroom that's around the corner? It's the famous ballroom, the Melrose Ballroom. The Melrose? Yeah. The Melrose. Oh, okay. So like, coming to New York City in my twenties, right after college, listening to Hot 97, all I ever used to hear was Funk Flex talk about what was happening at Melrose, oh, so, like okay. who was performing. And I walked past know, it, it was like, like oh, oh my, shit. I'm like, oh my God. How many square feet is that 50,000 <laughs> <that many> <laughs> square feet? Just yeah. to say. So, yeah, no. So, I, so like, I, I, I can eyeball it. Like, yesterday in Miami, um, um, I had a meeting uh, with a wealthy New York real estate developer at his Miami house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, let me give you a tour. It's under construction, so it's it all poured concrete. It's nothing but raw concrete. And uh, I'm like, is that 40 foot ceilings? He's like, 38 close and as we're walking around the house I'm like this is between 25,000 and 30,000 square feet he was like 29 good eye impressive yeah Uh, and as he showed me all the amenities he's like but I bet you won't guess how many cars downstairs fits 40. I was just like what so I got forced I was like show me I don't believe you yeah yeah, show me right now like cool we're in a mansion like but this is beachfront you have one boat slip like and like we talked through it and like Walk to the ceiling heights, and I got like my sneakers all money. Um, but that—that's more what it is for me. Like it's a true like. It's like most guys see it and think, um, you know, how many units can I rent out? I do that too, mm-hmm. but I just love bricks and sticks. Mm. So like, I'll see something and be like, what could it be? Right, right. Versus what it is. Most people look at it like, okay, how many units? What's the finishes? What's the rent? How much can I put in per door? And I'm like, well, could we add a another floor? Could we chop off the back? Can we, like, what can we do?
0: Yeah, it sounds like you got more of a uh, creative, Creative, but more like contractors do that too. They I, find that's the
1: business I grew up in. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up in okay. real estate investment, buying and selling buildings. Mm-hmm. I grew up under my stepdad uh, as a really big
0: uh, uh, wood craftsman, wood shop. And film. Yeah, see, that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a, no, a normal, not to say you're not normal, but normal I'm people, not normal. You're right? Please, normal please don't, don't call me will, normal. normal. Will look at, you know, they look at the numbers. And they look at what can I benefit from this? Um, what is the actual? What can I profit off of yeah. it? Right? Because they they looking at the numbers, they are looking mm-hmm. at the, the total amount of units, mm-hmm. they are looking at all these things where they can maximize it. But you're looking at on a more of a constructural view. I can add, yeah. Yeah. right? I can um, I can add a, a yard space, or mm-hmm. I can add this to add more value and to the amenity, property amenities. You know. Right? Yeah. So you're looking at it from a different scope. Yeah. But that's interesting because um, a lot of people that grow, that come from that background, go into that type of field. You went opposite.
1: Yeah, I went to to a place to disrupt it because it's really inefficient. Mm. It's like when I lived in my first Brooklyn apartment building, the basement ceiling heights were like barely six feet. And so the owner, when he was showing me, was like, yeah, I'm not really doing anything. I have one paid washer and one paid dryer. I'm like, looking, it's like, you know, old, long, this is like Putnam Ave. This is like past Utica. Um, And the basement ran the whole length of the house. So I was like, why don't you just start putting some storage units down here. I bet you every single tenant will rent. He was like, it's not a bad idea. So he put up some rinky-dink storage units and they all rent out. And so like, that's, I mean, I was doing that off the top of my head without trying. And then when I'm really intentional, that's really when we got to the idea of like, well, what if we just rip this whole shit? apart mm-hmm. and do it different like why does 10 years ago five years ago why was renting an apartment costing people 10 grand or 15 grand or if you didn't have a, a driver's license you only lived in certain neighborhoods you couldn't live in the city like why is there so much that's inaccessible it's bullshit right technology democratizes all of it so Man. and that's and that's why i like to work with people who do it so even the aisle for payment like his whole thing is like <clears throat> amazon <clears throat> is going to hit a peak and if I sell Nutcrackers in Queens, but I put it online and I get orders from Mount Vernon and Jersey City and Staten Island, why can't I ship there? Well, because you're not a big enough seller. There's no same-day delivery for Nutcrackers. There just isn't. Right. Why couldn't there be? Why couldn't you just log onto a platform and just ship same day mm-hmm. within a 5 to 10-mile radius?
2: So need I, some clarity you innovation. mean like the nutcrackers you buy on the beach or the nutcrackers like alcohol, like oh, alcohol. that's what oh, I mean yeah. <laughs> <But like, laughs> like, sorry for those of you <laughs> that don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> know it's a very New York center <laughs> It's a very New York city very thing very New York <laughs> <New laughs> I just saw the bottle of alcohol so yeah, it just came. yeah, yeah. so yeah. the ones you buy on the beach <laughs> yeah right, exactly
1: but yeah innovation like I just I'm, I, you're right the same way look at real estate the same way look at everything and I just believe uh, everything is going to the point where innovation is normalized old ways are going to be archaic just like your son mm-hmm. if you guys had him 10 years ago and he was a teenager you wouldn't let a 15 year old boy get into a car with a stranger that wasn't a yellow taxi you True. wouldn't fathom
0: mm-hmm.
1: when he's 10 you'll probably be like you can get an Uber account cuz that's right, i right. mean
0: even da- even down to the cell phones yeah
1: yeah i mean and 10 years from now you know i'll be doing what i'm doing in space and so like i just I just always believe the next frontier is where that's where I'm most comfortable
0: in exploration. Yeah, for sure.
1: So like, I can't wait to figure out how to do like, you know, lease apartments and space stations. It's coming. I mean, space station hotels are already in existence. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you've seen commercial flights happening on a daily basis. That's not going to just be billionaires. Like the speed of access to space is about to be as short as like a, as short as it took the iPhone from 07 when it was big mm-hmm. to like 10, 11 when it was small and square. Remember how fast the iPhone trunk? Mm-hmm. You guys like recognize that? Yeah. yeah. Like it was like, it was wild. Yeah. yeah. And like, you remember how fast Samsung went from one camera to like five? Mm-hmm. Right? In like five years? Mm-hmm. Well, like that's an example of like <clears throat> America. The amount of time between like the Wright brothers taking the first flight. Mm-hmm. and landing on space i have to use air quotes for all my people out there that think differently mm-hmm. um, that was only 66 years or like 63 years mm-hmm. between figuring out how to fly to where we are now to landing on the moon that's 60 years right that's right, that's right. a grandparent right right and now you know you can go weightlessness right above the atmosphere we'll be there'll be a mcdonald's on moon, mm-hmm. moon yeah. in the next 20 years
0: um, the guy that actually wrote this book, Exponential Organizations, he described that too. Yeah, with gonna, everything moving at a um, uh, at such a pace yeah. that you right, mm-hmm. whatever is right now, it's gonna multiply in a couple yeah. of years, and then after that, it's gonna. Continue to double-double in speed. Mm -hmm. So everything that we're used to right now is going to be obsolete in a couple of days without you realizing. Because it's always going to be something new because everything is speeding up with such an advancement.
1: Which is why consistency and execution is the only thing that matters. And speed. Well, well, you still got to move at a certain pace. Which pace is in your control. I think correct pace is the pace you can maintain consistently over a long period of time. I think a lot of people confuse speed with like hurrying up and go, mm-hmm. and then they burn out. Right, right. It's mm-hmm. really easy to quit when you run fast for an extended period of time. Right. Like it just, it just is. You're winded. But like if you treat it like a marathon, you, there's no failure because mm-hmm. the learning curve will just be continuous. And I think that's the most important thing. Like I also don't like to sacrifice learning curve for speed because usually when you're moving well, fast, you don't let it you, sink m- in. you miss some steps in oh, between, yeah, or you miss the lessons.
0: But, moving slow can have an impact too. Well, and again, because that's why it's miss not out. yeah. And that's why it's not about either or. For me, it's just about like what and what can you maintain? Right. There's certain I yeah. agree with that totally 100% mm-hmm. because there's certain things that you need to move with speed, but mm-hmm. then you have to know how to manage those pace because you have sometimes you have to move at a, a at a fast speed because you might miss out on an opportunity, mm-hmm. but at the same time you may have to slow to make sure it's done correctly. Mm-hmm. So you manage the pace as you go because sometimes you you're gonna have it's to. It's a speed. throttle, right? It's a throttle. You're absolutely right. Because right. then sometimes you have to slow down, but mm-hmm. you have to know when, and that that's where the struggle comes from. A lot of entrepreneurs, especially young ones, right, because they they see, right? They're moving at such a fast pace. Yeah right and like to your point they get burnt out Mm -hmm. but at the same token like somebody can also miss out by being procrastinating in a sense like and usually i mean tell me if you guys under like agree with me on this one right but
1: usually that procrastination or that burnout especially with the young ones and older comes from an unwillingness to give up lifestyle Mm. right like just a I will go six months without buying any clothing. I will go six mm-hmm. months without eating out at all. I so will So they don't want to do the delayed gratification. I, I will wait when the homie says, oh, we all gonna dinner, someone's a birthday party. Don't be afraid to ask. Well, how much is it per head? I don't know, you got it. Where's <laughs> well, only a hundred dollars? Like, can you get to the point where you're like, No. Like, no. The most powerful tool when running at any speed or at any race. Sprint or marathon is the ability to say no. And I think the hardest part for most entrepreneurs, old and young, is unwillingness to say no, right? Because it's that's the most uncomfortable thing isn't starting. It actually isn't even failing. And it damn sure for most people isn't even um, looking really bad or dumb in front of other people, right? It's their unwillingness to let go of what was their norm, right? To truly be successful, it takes a mind shift Mm -hmm. in entirety. Like, and then when you shift in entirety, You maintain that in perpetuity like you don't go back right like there's no like a side hustle you can maintain yourself entrepreneurship or a dive in you have to accept that you're going to change a hundred percent
0: and and like and continue to grow yeah
1: from that point like like again there's no going back and like i think that's where most people actually burn out and quit because they get to that point where they're like there's some symbols of success you got space you got the lights you got the cameras you got guests. you got lineups you got referrals and then all of a sudden, views took up. All of a sudden, analytics start to spike. All of a sudden, asks come from different places. And um, you have a choice. Level up to where it's going. Like let, Level up is no different than just letting momentum carry you. Mm-hmm. Or saying like, oh, wait, we kind of just want to keep it this thing. And like most people will tell themselves the lie of, I can just keep this thing. It doesn't need to be that big. It doesn't need to be that much, but that's only because they're afraid to really like be uncomfortable and grow. And then they'll see the homie or, or anybody else killing it. And like, you'll just live in the what if, then you'll be spiteful. And then like, you'll never really jump back into it mm. because you're hurt from your own self in decisioning around changing. Um, and so I think like that, that's really it. Like, I think again, I keep bringing him up, but only cause he's a mutual friend, but like when I landed mm-hmm. and I picked up my car I didn't want to drive an hour back to the city from JFK. I was going to call Al and be like, can I crash on your couch? Right. Five minutes from front of JFK. You know what he told me this morning? What's that? I'm glad you didn't call me, because I don't have a couch.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, he said, my
1: situation is different. Yeah. I got rid of that. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, He, he did. really
0: did. He got rid of... Um, everything. Every, not everything. He still got the car. No, well, he, he wants didn't. to get rid no, of the car. No, it's in Jersey now. Oh, he's gone? The okay. car is Toro, 100%. Yeah, well. Out of state. Yeah, yeah, that's different. He's, he's renting out. But what I'm saying Fair, is. Fair, but
1: but remember, yeah, but remember, yeah, it.
0: but that, yeah. that's only because he can't sell he it. He can't sell it. Yeah, that's good.
1: So, that's you know, what do you do when the dealership says, I yeah. don't want to buy it back or to take it off you is going to cost you? Right. Say, fuck it, go rent let it. Let it go. Yeah. Right. And, and I,
0: he, he, he let go of it. I give, I give him a lot of credit because the moment he made that decision and mm-hmm. i think that's important for everybody to know for sure like the moment you make that decision yeah you gotta double down you gotta double down gotta you double got down. you got to let go a lot of old things like yeah. the, and that's the point that a lot of people still don't get to that this that yeah. that internal decision yeah. we say we want it yeah but when you internally say yeah no i'm done this this is what i'm going to bike
1: 13 miles to the city today he has no car he rode his bike to the city to meet. He wrote it back. That's twenty six miles. He's using my bike lock, <laughs> right? Like, it, like, the, how can you not want to work with somebody like that, right? Or want to see him win. And, and that's the entrepreneurs I work with every single day, and the creators I work with every day. Like, I have a ridiculously uh, good deal on my apartment right now because I got a COVID special, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Likewise, big big big, <laughs> big wins came out of COVID, mm. um, and. I could have made a simple decision. I got four bedrooms. I can easily Airbnb them, Mm -hmm. easily. Or I can have amazing space for me, my son when he's there, home office slash gym, and a guest room that is always filled with guests. Um, Space for meditation and oh wait all of a sudden I can make this like a home home because the other part of the people who do make the decision to double down the second level is when they have to come out the trenches mm. it's actually really easy to stay in the trenches mm-hmm. like once you like double down like fuck it like yeah, I'm yeah, in here yeah, going yeah, for broke yeah, yeah. right wearing the same you know five outfits Yeah, yeah. people forget that like, <laughs> that's actually easy to stay in yeah right yeah. and the mentality that keeps you in actually is like a little bit of a hindrance too so uh, you know, I lost a relationship when I like moved and like decided to settle because I chose. Okay, I'm not crashing on the couch anymore. You know, I'm a dad. I'm not in the trenches. Yada yada. I can have a home, and like making a home was really important because I knew I had to choose at this point a stable place, right? No more trenches. No more just mm. hacking it. No more like spirit flights because they're sixty nine dollars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I can choose to like fly better mm. and like make moves that you know elevate me. Right. Well, with all that running around now, you have to have home base. Right. And home base is, like, critical. And, I'll, you know, Al and others will get there, too. And I was going
0: to say that. Don't you have to go through that at some point? Because in the beginning, the trenches. Oh, yeah. Because you got to, when you double down, yeah. there's a lot of sacrifices, right? You're not going out. It's the ultimate sacrifice. You're reading more. You're uh, learning more about the field that you're pursuing, yeah. right? So once you get all that in, it might take you a while to get out the trenches I agree, right? Because I hear that sometimes. Hey, man, you got to go out. You got to go do it. And I'm like, no, nah, I got work to do. But um, I, I feel that we still have to go through that phase to really start it. Well, sure. Yeah. I think the most important thing is in the phase, you got to know
1: when it's time to, to accept the level up, mm-hmm. right? Because like, when, you're, when you cut expenses to sub $2,000 a month, and the thing you're building starts making, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 grand a month, you can afford to pay yourself. What do most entrepreneurs do? They don't pay themselves. Mm-hmm. They stay broke. And then all of a sudden, when it comes, when it comes time to you know, do a partnership deal, because now you're making 25, 50 thousand dollars a month, you take that trenches mentality to those partnership meetings. Mm. You come from a space when you're negotiating brand deals and upside and royalties like you're still in the trenches. And you fuck yourself up. Because you're not doing the right math. You're definitely not staying long-winded. You're just ready to be here with it.
2: And mm. the people you're talking to can see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so then, apparent. Mm. And then it becomes binary. They either going to yeah. take advantage. Exactly. Or they're going
1: to walk away. So I think, yeah, it, it's two parts. Trenches, critical. Separates 98%. And then the 1% that choose to go into the trenches, probably 75 basis points of that 100 basis points of 1% like come out. So like a quarter of 1% make it to the level up because once you level up out of the trenches, that's the second tier of having not to give a fuck because going for broke actually doesn't have that many people going crazy or hating or talking about you. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like a self-disappointment. Like, oh, why are you choosing to live like that? But when you come out of it and you level up and that now you're maintaining that, that's when the hate comes. No one actually hates you when you're down.
0: Yeah. yeah, Like,
1: it's almost like bullshit support. But when you actually start to win, that's when it's problematic. And that's usually when people either fuck it up or are afraid of it to the point where they just stay in the trenches because that's the easy place. That's where they're accepted. Mm. Um, And so I'd say, like, trenches is the commitment to let it go. And then the level up is the courage to be different and new. And, like, that, you know, Al and other creatives that I work with and other founders, I mean, we all go through it, right? Like, um, the success story has an upswing. The hard part is no one ever asks you the mental stress of the upswing it 's almost like drake like we we love to talk about Drake because mm-hmm. of what he talks about, and like is he really the best rapper but candidly he 's probably one of the most authentic lyricists since jay z What does he talk about the struggles of making it yeah yeah right
0: yeah. like. Yeah and yeah, the storyline
1: hasn't changed with him but 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 that yeah. but it's been the same struggle of us, of success you know since since like like it doesn't it doesn't change like mm. you got you got a guy who admit like i bought women houses like i didn't just blow 50 grand on the vacation with my soldiers just to see the look on their faces all it took was patience like no like you have a series of girlfriends that like jugged you for real mm-hmm. bread millions yeah, yeah. Right, like, and then like you know you're not with your son's mom like like the outcomes are real and like it, I wish people would take it as serious as like Jay talking about you know losing ninety bricks and getting the back
0: yeah
1: or like you know Nas and Jungle being in Queensbridge like shirtless all summer uh, like I, I, I don't know it's almost like we, got, we we glorify the person that's up only because we disassociate ourselves with being there and I think the level up comes when you can see yourself being there. Sorry, that was a really long-winded answer.
0: No, no,
2: that was... <laughs> no, it's...
0: I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's... No, no, it, was, it was deep. Remember, you did it again. Remember that he likes to laid on thick. No,
1: listen, man, I just... I, it, 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 it touches... It's personal. I yeah. don't know, it's... um. It's just, it touches home.
2: Anything, I think anybody who successful can relate to that, or on their journey, where they're on the next level, can 100% relate to that. because. Mm if you keep doing the same thing, you keep doing the same thing over and over, You're, and you accept it, everyone else is just going uh, identif- to identify you as that person who just keeps doing the same thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, as when I was talking to you yesterday, Stanley, about like, you have to set like metrics, like goals, like, okay, I'm here now, mm-hmm. fine, but now where's the next, what's the next level? Like, that's where I need to go. Like, it's, you have to be, hundred percent focused mm-hmm. on like the next goal all the time. And you can be in the, you know, like he says, like in the trends and be proud of it. And a lot of people mm-hmm. like take pride in that, right? And you hear this all the time, you know, I work this hard doing this <laughs> for this long. And I'm like, okay, I mean
0: What do you got to show what for what do you have to show for? Me? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I, that's great. And I'm mm-hmm. great. I'm glad you have like that work ethic. But what did you do with that? What did you, where did you go with that? Right, you know, right. what do you have to show for that? Right. And he has a home to show for that. You right, know what I mean? Right. On that next level. You That's know? a good point. Yeah. Um, I think. And I then think, he also has a son and yeah. a son that has a home, right? Because you have to think about your, your whole life, right? And what's really important. Because at the end of the day, it's important to do this, this and that. But he said himself, his most important job is his son. Mm. So, um, and, and tell us how he inspires you. Actually.
1: Easy. He uh, doesn't take me serious. I mean, it's, it's like uh, it's, it's like the Obama joke where like, he was like, when he first became president first term, he said Sasha Malia used to laugh at him because he'd be like, hey, do this. And they'd be like, dad, whatever. And he said, do you guys know everyone else listens to me? Mm-hmm. And he said, Sasha Malia were like, no, they don't. Who (laughs) listens
2: to you
1: Dad, and like that's how that's how Gavin treats me. Um, I mean, it's I don't know. He's humbling. I think the easiest way is like, no matter what, ten times out of ten, there is these three main moments of fatherhood. Um, and also too, like, shout out to his mom. She's the best co-parent in the entire Mm -hmm. world. Like, we he wouldn't be who he is if it wasn't for us being a tag team. Um, and so she's 100% phenomenal and he takes from both of us. And so the three pieces of his lifestyle that affect me most is one, when he is super inquisitive, says dad, 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 where are my dinosaurs? <laughs> or like the specificity of which one is missing. Um, and so I think yeah, his ownership of his things is really interesting because like he always, he, he reminds me of what's important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is humbling because, like, as a parent, you want your kid to be fresh. He's like, I don't care about it's sneakers. Not into that. Don't care about matching clothes. Dad. I want to wear the blue and the red one. Yeah. And yeah. like, so it's like it come it pulls me back from being like an od parent of over indexing all my preferences, and it makes me force for because he knows what he wants, it forces me to listen to his preferences right. and respect them and do them, right? Number two is, um, um. He goes to bilingual school and so I'm constantly trying to like push Spanish on him. And he speaks Spanish when he wants to, when he feels like it. So like one day we're in Target and he randomly starts just Amarillo, Rojo, Blanco. And he starts like all, he we're in the we're in the uh, deodorant aisle. So super colorful. So he's just pointing out all the different like beauty supplies and like saying their <clears throat> the name in Spanish. Um and uh uh you know, the, the Dominican woman turns around. She's like and she like looks at me and I'm like, Yeah, he's it's school. And she and so <laughs> so she was gonna speak to me in Spanish, obviously. But she turns to him and she's uh uh she's pretty much just says like, you know, good job. And he smiles and like I just stand back and like let that happen. Mm. I don't jump in and be like, how do you say uh, uh orange in Spanish? Um, Naranja. No,
2: no. no, is it not? No, no. Naranja? Naranja. No,
1: Naranja, no, 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 no. something like that. Not on, huh? yeah. something <laughs> something close to that and like even like he like didn't pronounce it like instead of jumping down his throat to correct him I like li- literally let him live so him doing what he wants when he wants to I recognize is important and then uh bedtime so my son's a huge finesser and it's kind of like hey it's bedtime and it's like no, it's like we're not going to go through this you know the vibes, bedtime <sighs> Okay, why don't you come lay next to me, Dad? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And he's like, he'll tap the bed yeah. and like rub the sheets. Like, come lay next to me, Dad.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm like, no. He's like, okay, come give me a hug. And I give him a hug. He hooks my arm. And He act <sighs> like he's yeah, sleeping. Yeah. Won't let me go. And it's like it's the. He has like five, six yeah, techniques. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I don't know, my mind. Priceless. Yeah. And so like that's like my top three. Like seeing him like. Finesse and like pushing for what he wants. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, his creativity and like dropping his intelligence when he wants to, not when he's asked to or forced to. Um, And then like the specificity of what he knows about his own space is is awesome. Like I I actually like at three and a half, just open the closet and be like, what do you want to wear today? Right. His mom gets pissed sometimes because like he literally will pick pajamas or like a winter coat. And I'm just like, hey, it's 95 degrees outside. Open the window. Stick your hand out. You want to wear the coat? You're going to be hot. Yeah, I want to wear the coat. All right, let's wear the coat. Three seconds. Ah, oh, dad, it's so hot. You want to wear the coat? Now we got to wear the coat. So, like, I just, like, I, I'm, he reminds me of like that kind of parent. And I think collectively, th- those things heal me from my childhood trauma. And that's probably what's most important is like all the childhood trauma, because all adults are reflections of their inner child, for sure. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how old you are, your inner child is what drives you as adults. And so, He's been instrumental to my healing process and my own inner child issues, and I all think, the drama, trauma. I think uh, mm. it's
2: good. You you know you give them that freedom to Tons. make decisions and to learn and to own the decision, right? Tons, yeah. um, because we all have to do that, yeah. even uh, as old as we get. Mm-hmm. Not just as children, right? We all have to do that, and. Um, And then he realizes it. He learns by himself. He doesn't have to have somebody schooled him about it. Yeah.
1: And and he picks up on that. Like, he'll see other parents, and I just won't scream on him. I don't don't even threaten spanking. I don't. (laughs) I've popped him, like, what, four times in his life? (laughs) Tops. Like, I don't. Um, Because, candidly, like, I used to get my ass beat as a kid. So like one, I was like, I'll never treat my child like that. But mm-hmm. two, I recognize how much hard discipline made me an adult that assimilated. So mm-hmm. when I got in environments, mm-hmm. I was right, right, because that was the household I came from, and I always knew there was a struggle because I hated assimilation. That's why I always got in trouble because like I don't care, you can knock me out, but I'm still gonna do what I want. And as an adult. It wasn't until like entrepreneurship came along, where it was like, hey, that's accepted. There's like a whole like career path for people to just do what the fuck they want,
0: yeah, like yeah, and yeah. it's okay. And I was like, oh my god, this is for me. <laughs>
1: um, even though all my homies at the time in their early 20s coming out of college were like, no, corporate, 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 and like I was just a leader of the pack. Like, I mean, thank God. Like, but they still had their six figure corporate jobs. I was sleeping on their couches. Um, and now, you know, they're, they're, they're coming up behind me. Right. It's the truth. So yeah. yeah, it's just the truth. Right. It's or like, they're and it works for some, it works it for does. some. it's definitely it not for it everybody. So yeah. you're right. It's
0: not for everybody. Because, yeah.
2: you know, so, yeah. um, but it's interesting how like everything you do, like ref- your in your personal life, right? Um, your open-mindedness to different ways to approach things and the, the way you look at different solutions or um how to manage things differently or uh, how things don't have to be addressed traditionally yeah, there's you no know box. Mm. it's exactly there's no, there's box, no, box, no, and it, no it, box and it and it's reflected in every aspect of your life yeah. you know because mm-hmm. some people aren't like that you it's it's interesting because you'll see people that are like that in mm-hmm. certain parts of their life, oh, yeah. but not in other parts of their life. Like mm-hmm. with their children, they're different. Oh, yeah. you know. And then you see them outside and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, that's, that's you, you know? Yeah. Oh, but uh, you're 100% grandparents. authentically grandparents. Yeah. the same everywhere. Like well, that, I had, every part of your life. I had life. to learn to get there. Yeah. So I,
1: actually, I thank you for giving me those flowers because that is a part of a very clear set of intentional works that I've done the last year. Hmm two years was to be the same Keenan and public and private. Like that was a very big struggle for me um, because everything had assimilated me or conditioned me to do that. Right. From the parental strongholds to the academia rigor of college to, you know, wall street internships. Like I remember being, you know, 20 and there, you know, they used to like make fun of me on trading for Like who's the fucking intern with like the pink and black striped shirt from Thomas Pink? Like who the fuck does that kid think he is? Yeah. And, like I didn't get the internship, but I wore I wore that all the time. That's what I wanted to do. Like I was, like my co-founder tells me like, like he still brings it up. In undergrad I had like a shark skin suit. Mm-hmm. When like we were in our business program, they wanted us to be like blue, black, gray. I was like nah, fuck that, I got a shark skin suit. Like I got some, some fly shit from New York. And I was in Tallahassee, Florida, and it was hot and I still was wearing it. And they're like, Yo, why's your silver kind of sparkling? I was because like, it's shark skin. <laughs> and like and like I failed that class. Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I just you know, I think being the same person, to your point, which is a phenomenal point, in public, in private, in front of kids, in front of adults, when the money's on the table, when funds on the table. Mm-hmm. Um uh The reason why that was so hard for me was because being dual or triple faced was accepted it almost expected right it's like you know you go to church you kind of really assimilate like that's like the Mm -hmm. that's like the level set like you could doesn't matter academia age wealth like religion is like the most clear mechanism of uh making someone assimilate and being under a semblance of control publicly when it comes to like synagogues or just the practices of religion right um and I remember, uh, I remember it being like, "Wait, preachers don't preachers can wear t shirts and jeans?" Like, oh, go to that church. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, when I started to be around places and spaces that embraced the same person and no more duality, that actually helped me really start to heal, um, lock into myself, because the time i spent being dual faced i never knew who i was right ever like ever and every accolade was the thing that I allowed to speak for me mm-hmm. um, and i turned 35 in december like i'm 34 and a half so like to be at this point point where like i'm just now walking in that full fledged truth like it it's 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 a relief
0: yeah it, it, you know the thing is duplicity uh a lot of people go through duplicity but they just don't know yeah because it yeah they don't know because a lot of they so used to playing both sides right yeah so they because you to some degree some people have to put wear a hat they gotta wear the husband hat they gotta wear mm-hmm. the the father hat they gotta wear the 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 work hat you know the friend hat you know there's so many hats so sometimes the, the duplicity happens without them even re- realizing it yeah. so it's kind of hard it was, it's habitual they've been doing it, the it, whole it life. becomes habitual yes. yeah but the other part about it, some people, and this is just my opinion on it, some sure. people need structure. Not everyone is, uh, I think my niece, my, um, sorry, my, my, my wife's sister's, um, she's my niece too, but my wife's sister's daughter, she brought up something that was iconic to me because she said that, you know. How old is she? And, um, six. six yeah. Okay. She said, well, in Asia, because she, she allowed her to do whatever, free will, free spirit. But that's, but you can see that's part of her, too, that she's actually a free spirit person. Mm-hmm. So when you see that, at, at, we were having a conversation, and she said, um, in China, well, China or Asia, one of them, that they don't discipline their kids until they reach five years old. Yeah. After five years old, that's when they start to mm-hmm. add more structure. Same thing with life. grades. They don't get grades right. until later and then at that point that's when they start to you know add structure mm-hmm. some people do well in structure where other people don't you know if you have more of a creative mind then structure may not be the thing for you but if you're just like uh, you have an organizational mind maybe you need structure because Obama said something when he was growing up he said his mother had to wake him up and build the routine mm-hmm. because she wanted to install structure and discipline, mm-hmm. right? So, and as he was getting older and older, she was like, listen, I, I don't I'm like doing this. Yeah. I got, but you still got to get up early. Mm-hmm. We got to go over your work and then you got to start your day. So this, this step-by-step, step, this is what you need to do. This is what you need yeah, to but do.
1: But that's a reflection of my point. We're all representatives of our childhood. Co- correct. Every single one of us. Correct. Like, it doesn't matter.
0: But the duplicity part, that's why I was trying to bring a point is yeah. that a lot of times we... Because we have to wear so many hats, um, well, we're we get, told we do. We're told we do. Told we right. do. We're yeah. told we do, and that's where we get lost sometimes yeah, in trying to find ourselves. Because like, naturally, you don't want that. Like you, you, you don't know which one is you. Listen, yeah. you don't know. And to your point, and to the point that Christine had brought earlier, what makes you? You. We were having this conversation where we talked about having, um, you know, you're still the who you are no matter where you go, what you do, you still who you are. And whether it's a substance or whether it's money, something's going to highlight who you are. So you can't just really hide that person. But I think some people just don't know who they are. Sigmund Freud has a good quote when
1: it's not good to bury emotions because all you're doing is leaving them covered and eventually they're going to come back above ground uglier than when you buried them. Like, uh, you know, I emphatically agree with that. Um, And I think also too like that duplicity comes from conditioning of societal norms. Right? Like we raise people like we do animals. Reward and punishment. Mm Everything is reward and punishment based. Right? No different with the dog. Didn't pee inside or you went outside and peed. Cookie. Child. Didn't pee in the bed this morning. You know what do you want? Or you're complaining. Okay I'll get you a toy. Uh, Or you're hungry because you're complaining. I'll feed you. Um and, like, I think the level I'm trying to get to with my son is giving him the space to, like, work through it on his own because, so he doesn't build reliance just on me. So mm-hmm. I, so your, your, your structure point makes sense. And, and I see both sides because the other side is if you have it all the time, then you don't know how to build it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So when the time comes for you to be successful and do it alone and solo, you're fucked up because you, you don't have the core You don't have the will. Well, well, it's not even just will. You don't have the muscle memory. You, no, you didn't true, do it enough for true. yourself. Right, and so I think, you know, my, you know, I, I had a lot of issues growing up where like, I messed up, my mom make me quit something, and my sister's dad used to always be like, "Well, if I was around, I'd make you finish everything." Like you you wouldn't quit shit, like you'd have to see it through. Um, and I bring that up in in particular because, you know, there was like a hat that was like, "No, we're gonna push through, we're gonna get everything done," and there was like a lack of discipline hat in personal life where I was like, "Oh." Well, whatever relationships all just kind of fell apart and it just went on the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, that's due to kind of like thinking in so much singularity and mixing that with never trying to do it on my own, which is probably one of the best things about entrepreneurship for me, is that it took me away from parental guidance, formal structure, academic rigor, you know, a boss, and made me run my show. And then every time it, the ball dropped, it was super clear whose fault it was. I can't point fingers. They're all pointing mm-hmm. back at me.
2: I mean, it, I know you, you say structure, but I like to say it doesn't have to necessarily be structure, but maybe it's more self-discipline where you you create, like, a certain expectation for yourself, right? So, and it could be a certain expectation for yourself on a daily basis. Like, so it appears a structure, you know, but it's a structure... Can be just a way of thinking, right?
0: No, well, I, I think that that's the, that's the key. That's the, that's the key when, as you get older, yeah. as you get older, you start to understand the difference, right? But I think, um, how do you develop that, right? Um, if you, and, and, I, and I've seen it too, I've seen it where some kids had structure in their lives, and you could see that it's not every day, all right? It's not throughout the day but like if you go to early early childhood right mm-hmm. they 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 wake them up you got to do your nursery rhymes nap time you got nap time. time you know they, schedule. They, they schedule 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 right? the kids need routine i get yeah. it's I, routine. I agree. Routine. it's routine yeah. right definitely it's routine. routines are it could critical. be routine it could be routine right uh but i i speak to a lot of successful people and one of the things that I come across all the time is routine yeah right That routine comes from structure, like I know this is, it's not so so much of a goal. It's more of what you said earlier, muscle memory. Your body's been doing it for so long that it becomes a habit getting up early in the morning. Based on your choices though. Based on your choices. Based on your your, your your, choices. Those choices start to develop more as you get older. Right, and it's important.
1: Independence feeds that thought process. Because we got a lot, I mean, I was in my 30s still trying to wake up at the time my mom was making me do that in high school. Like, I caught myself like, yeah. wait, what the fuck are you doing? And then I was like, nah, 4.30, let's
0: go. Yeah. Right? And then, like, yeah. early mornings became, like, the goal. But right? it's, it's, it's the routine. Well, it's well, the, well. It's the routine. It, it, yeah. The, yeah. We'll
1: do, but the, but I'm saying is routine makes sense when I set the routine.
0: Right. Not, right. not right.
1: using right. any right. reference points right. from my past. Right. Like, right. I had to, like. Right totally break free right and be yeah. like no
0: i want to do it this way you want you want to do it but hey you're right because you're because right.
1: i found that when i did it this way that's actually it's optimal it, right? for me
0: and here's the thing about the goal i think what stood out to me was the goal because i can have a goal to get up but because i don't have a routine yeah my body won't yeah will just go be like Hell, no, yeah. no 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 yeah. you slept yesterday. Snooze. So you got yeah well because 15 so it's, years the goal doesn't really have an impact nope. until you have a routine yeah. and then when the routine happens now it's like okay now Which i can't can happen without structure so you're without right structure right. and the structure and that's what i'm saying is that uh at some point as if you have some type of structure growing up uh some of those things stay with you even even the bad ones right even with the bad ones like for example some people are like I didn't like my parents was disciplined and my parents did this, my parents did that. I late all the time. Yeah. But those, those, those speeches stay in the back of your mind. They don't go away. You know, you know what's right. hard
1: about that though?
0: Like if we were, if we're really honest, those speeches are
1: bullshit because those speeches came from their hurt or well, their Well, it structure. came from their
0: hurt and it, you're right. It but, came from their so, structure. And, and so, yeah. and so right.
1: I, I know it's like a gut punch comment. Yeah, so yeah, wait, wait, let me yeah, explain myself. Yeah. The reason why I say it's bullshit is because now, as entrepreneurs, as self-starters, as people that do their own thing, you actually know the most important, like the first step, is core inner belief, like or just net net the ability to go inward. Correct. Like you know that that for a fact. Like this would not happen if there was not inward belief. You Correct. would not be present. You would not be present if there wasn't inward belief. Right. Right. Inward belief is a conscious, like it comes from a collective consciousness. Like it's an internal thing. Name one piece of structure or behavioral adjustment or conditioning from childhood that taught you to look inward zero. It was all external. I say, do this. I say, do that. You must because I say. It was control based. As adults, breaking through the control level is the first step to truly get into a point of belief, which then allows you to do a routine. Mornings didn't make sense to me until I let go that nights didn't make sense to me. And the only reason why I was doing nights was because I wasn't allowed to do nights. Like It's like, it's like freshman year of college. Right. Like, I was an adult, still acting like the first year out of home, yeah. right, oh should I got freedom. And It's like, well, I was so, oh shit, I got freedom, and less, okay, what am I gonna do with this time? Right. What makes the most sense for me? What do I really want? Like Those questions I'm asking myself in my 30s. I want to get my son to the point where he asked him can, that can, in his single digits.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. Can you, I'm just going to pose a question. Sure. You know what you know now. Yeah. Right. And you know what helped you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, your son is coming up at yep. some point. You're going to have those conversations. You right? have to. You have to. Well, and, and,
1: and talk about duality. Like he lives two different lives. mommy and daddy.
0: He, well, then, then that becomes. Sure. Little, yeah, yeah. That becomes more challenging. Yeah. But let's say he was with you. Sure. You, you, you know, you yeah. experience well, it. You're successful. We preface
1: it. I, we're, we're together every day. I do mornings, she does nights. We switch weekends. So I see him seven days a
0: week. Okay, perfect. So now now let's say you're successful mm-hmm. and you, have, you, you know what got you here. Yep. You're going to pass those gems down. Yes. Right. So whether he follows it or not, those gems are still with him. Well, so how BS could it be?
1: Well well so well so because what I'm calling bullshit was not the gems. But that's what I'm talking about. So, the gems. So wait, wait, wait. So okay. so when you said structure and routine and I thought like it was the crackdown. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. What I'm saying is that You're talking that about the wisdom. The wisdom Okay, okay yeah, sorry, shared, sorry, sorry, if yeah. If I shared yeah, given you structure, but I'm telling you why. Okay, yeah, you didn't no, say that earlier. You didn't say that earlier. I didn't emphasize that. I didn't, okay. imp, I didn't emphasize that. But if, if you're giving somebody um, ideas, yeah, um, suggestions, right? Yeah. Because it's only your suggestion based off your life. Because as they go older, they got to live their life. But you know what worked for you. You know what's been successful. You've been around a lot of successful people. Mm-hmm. You, read a, you read a lot of successful books. Yeah. You know all the stories. If I'm imparting those with you as you're getting older mm-hmm. and adding some structure, whether you follow it or not, it's still going to stay with you. Well, I, so, I, I'll I'll
1: emphasize more so the bullshit piece. Mm. The things I think that are most important for him in the single digits, from wisdom, is actually inward character development and development of self. So for instance, I'd rather him see daddy meditate every day and, and, and him be encouraged to meditate with me than knowing that when my voice hits a certain depth, daddy's serious. Mm-hmm. I'd rather him see me, you know, from a routine standpoint, mm-hmm. move a certain way, and then, then him making the choice of, I observe, mm-hmm. I can choose to copy that or not, right? So, yeah, I agree. so a lot I of my friends that. in real estate who are super wealthy, it's um, a practice I, 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 I damn sure do now with Gavin, I take them to business meetings and I make them sit at the
0: table and I yeah. don't give my iPad, I don't give my phone. Yeah, and and, and not, I do, I not do the same not, thing. Not I, all I, I, I have them on the Zoom call. Yeah. Which, uh Christine was like very professional. Yeah, like <laughs> I I do it when Just I'm to the let them hear the language yeah. and hear. Yeah, because in the back, because even though he's probably not paying sure. attention, sure. Oh no, he is. he is. He is. It's subconsciously, yeah. is sinking yeah. in. So well, tapping into the
1: consciousness it. is like. The things that our parents gave us that didn't tap into consciousness is what I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Right? So that's like... That the hard, I agree. That's I agree. the hardcore yeah. punishment, reward, conditioning you as an animal. And like, like, you're no different than a pet. Correct. Which then only reinforces you with longing for justification and validation from an external source. Right? Like we all say it and we don't really know how toxic it is, but I want to make my mom or dad proud. Is arguably one of the most toxic things that we can feel mm-hmm. because... That comes from a I am only good enough if they say. If they say, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if I get that approval, which is a mindfuck to a lot of people because, like, that's how society is. Like, that's yeah. not just cultures or yeah. religions or yeah. Yeah. certain uh, uh, races. Like, no, that's, that's universal, right? That's, a, that's a, again, it's a social norm. And I think, you know, what I talk about with my son's mom a lot is like breaking those social norms. So she's Harvard educated, you know, ex D1 athlete, routine to the, to the core. You know, I developed discipline as an adult, not as a youth. And so our approach to life is, you know, gelling more now. But I remember when we first were pregnant, I was like, I, I don't care about the college. For what? Maybe if he gets a full ride, sure, he can earn his way. But, like, I plan on having him sit at all my contract dinners, all my negotiations from 3 to 15, and I'm going to fund him his first real estate investment. I fully expect him as a teenager to probably make his first million bucks on his own. Why does he need college? For what? And I say that because I watch my friends did it, do it right. Like, you know, I, my buddy, and, my buddy, in high school, it turned out his dad was in a mob. So, but we all kind of knew it. But like, he didn't finish high school, right? <laughs> Try tried snitching. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, listen, I didn't give you any state. Name, I didn't give you any names. Dad name, 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 name. that, that was in a mob, but he didn't <laughs> finish high school, right? Right. And we're like, yo, he's a job. Like, I remember a lot of people. He's a job. And I was like, he's driving a BMW. that he bought. He was coming to school with cash that didn't come out his dad's pocket, and he wasn't on drugs. Like, he was like flipping cell phones. Like, he always had like these crazy like
0: money. Because of the hustle mentality, Just crazy business. hustle. Yeah.
1: And then, like at nineteen, he had like a he had like a Metro PCS, and then like at a jewelry store with his cousin, and like, I remember like after like. That summer between high school and college, I spent a lot of time with him, more than I had all of high school. And I was like, yo, y'all just, you've been doing this since you were 14? 14? Like, no L's was getting a car because he did like, go do deliveries, and the meat delivery, because his uncle had a butcher shop. And then right. we found out what they were doing in the back of the butcher shop. But nevertheless, his uncle was making him, like, move meat. And he had, he was, like, driving a truck at 14. Like, crazy responsibility, right? Um You know, uh, thank God he actually didn't get super caught up uh, because, you know, he's still doing well now. But, like, I remember in high school, I didn't look at him in awe because of what he had. I looked at him in awe because of what he knew. Mm -hmm. Give me a 16-year-old back in our 16. I'm 34, right? So 15 years ago or 20 years ago, 18, sorry, who knew what a checkbook balancing was, who had more than one bank account who had their, who had a car, a credit card in their parents' name that was like, they were like a, 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 a user of the account, who had a car with their insurance in a name, not his dad's name, not his mom's name, like, the maturity level was wild, because he was given a lot early to, right. to handle, and so like, for instance, I kind of bring it all back to my son, you know, I, I, I told his mom, I was like, you know, I'm looking forward to the day, he's like, yeah, I want to do this thing, and it costs 10 grand, and I get to say, cool, I got five, how are you going to earn the other five? I will never give you the whole ten, ever. You will always have to earn something. Like, Dad, you know, for my birthday I want to do this. Cool. How you gonna plan it? Yeah. Like, there's no like, well, can you and Mom book our tickets? No, you want to go with your friends on a senior trip? Like, show me the itinerary. Go, go, run the model and show me the full pricing. Like, it's just like to me, I I just the generational wealth thing starts from a form of consciousness. So, kind of back to your original point of like the, the thing I was calling bullshit yes, we weren't talking about the wisdom, um, but what I recognize now is not what I say, it's what I do. Mm. And so, you know, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that, that right there. It's says, all about what I do. Yeah, that's so outdated, but it's been outdated because um, they didn't know. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, So they didn't know how to explain and certain things you're like, just explain. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the fact that they came from a culture like, well, no, I won't because you're a
1: child. What? that is the most asinine thing in the world because you're a child yeah. the most spongy. what's the, what's the favorite
0: to, one uh a child needs to be uh, scene seen not heard, heard. And I, I mean no like my my kid goes to
1: closing dinners with me he watches daddy sign contracts like what like the i'm building a trust for him he's going to know his attorney his cpa and the family wealth advisor I'm going by face and they all look like me I mean like, like to, to, to me
0: that's a positive image it, yeah.
1: it's, it's everything mm-hmm. it's everything but the market just comes and congratulates me and say you're a good dad when they see me walking them to school in Harlem right the market congratulates me when like he's bugging on the train I'm not screaming on him I'm just like hey let's talk it's like well that's because the social norms are just like proximity Up, oh, you're a good dad because you're there it's like well what am I teaching them? like my dad tried to give me wisdom and I'm like you know I love you to life but you were, you were my biological father you were, were an addict you still are Love you. Absolutely love you. But, Dad, I can't I can't take wisdom from you. What? I can't leave my son with you. Like, I love you, though. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're way past the perennial, you know, I impart things to you. And, um, you know, he's trying to do a lot more now. And it's definitely appreciated and understood. But it's also not lost on me that, like, proximity isn't that important. Like what? What are you like? What's the actually trying to be passed down? On? And I think you know these odd false obligations we have a lot in life. We have it with duality of just being one person, public and private. We have it with raising kids. We have it with being in relationships with our partners. We have it in business. Um, I've I've learned in this being even killed the same keen in backwards and forwards, is like my core belief rests in I believe we as people are the strongest creators in the world the brain is, and in in our collective consciousness is the most powerful thing ever. Like in biblical, it says, if two or more agree, it shall mm-hmm. be. Like There's so many like parables and different religions that speak to that. But it's just, it, that that's my core competency. I am the most powerful creator in existence. Whatever I say comes to fruition. Whatever I say has meaning and sticks. So when I crack jokes that are negative, that's me spelling a spell, an evil spell. If I mm-hmm. talk bad about myself in a joking manner, I'm actually taking myself
0: down. Yeah. And so I just. The choose. self-talk is very the self-talk important. is everything. Like, it's everything. I'll be trying to, uh, sometimes I tell my wife, um, she'll say something. i like, I don't think you should joke like that. Yeah, no. And no, then, stop. Yeah. And then she's like. Stop doing what that. What are you talking about? I said, the universe doesn't know if it's a joke or it not. It doesn't. Oh, really? It really? And I'll be like. No, really Every. Yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're Every, calling that on yourself. Everything mm-hmm. we say. And think is an alignment. And oh. if once alignment happens, mm-hmm. that's what comes to fruition. What did they say? The tongue is powerful, it's the most powerful thing. Yeah, I mean, the pen's mightier than the sword. It always mm-hmm. has been. Words and beliefs alone,
1: before action, before consistency, before hustle, before the grind, for the trenches, before the love, love, before all that, literally words and belief are the start and the finish because they will kick it off, they'll carry you through the trough. Mm-hmm. they'll maintain you when you're high mm-hmm. they'll take you to more heights and they'll also bring you the fuck down like it's just it's, it's so simple it's yet so hard
2: intent. words define intent yeah
0: but you have to be intentional around your word. Oh yeah, with your words like very yeah. intentional like if you're gonna say something it's like yeah. you gotta why am I saying it yeah. like, I sound like my I? parents say good and great when I say hey how you doing
1: I say no more G words can't use G words mm. tell me really how you feel mom and dad and they struggle sorry go ahead
2: no I'm,
1: <laughs> they're like awesome and i'm like nope can't use that either like <laughs> really tell me how you feel and like i like i make my parents stutter way more now than I ever have been mm. because everything i do with them is so incredibly intentional like i, I don't do the appeasement thing and it's so easy to do as an adult mm-hmm. hey we good it's all right mm. like mm. i remember and then also making them uncomfortable like how you doing not really well a lot of my childhood trauma is popping up today <laughs> Yeah, this thing Mm -hmm. happened, it reminded me when I was 12. (laughs) Not blaming you, I'm just telling you how I really feel. (laughs) Crickets, and that's okay.
0: I remember when I first got into um, understanding self-talk, right? and I was watching Zig Ziglar Mm -hmm. perform, and he turned around and he said, a lot of people says, uh, uh, he said, he he made a joke about it, it was hilarious, but uh, I can't really phrase it word for word. But he basically said uh, you know under this based off this circumstance under the weather oh how are you doing today he said uh, i'm a little under the weather and he said, so what are you doing under there basically saying like yeah. what does that mean yeah under no the weather. no we if you but we say, say so that much, and then we keep ourselves sick and we have no idea because we're saying it's f- habitual. i'm feeling sick it's right, habitual. right? right? It's so habitual. that that that's also learned behavior. And that's kind of what I'm saying. That is, that is, that is, um, that is.
1: But I definitely suggest you and your wife uh, listen, and you as well, listen to some Abraham Hicks. She'll change your life. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll really, like, blow your mind. It's, it's, the, it's sort of like the spiritual tie-in from the Zig Ziglas of the world <clears throat> to really understand, like, you know, what's it look like when you build positive momentum and then what's the outcome of positive momentum? Mm-hmm. Like, literally waking up and as you sit your feet on the floor, you can choose the entire direction every day by just what you think and say mm-hmm. in those moments mm-hmm. and like how powerful and critical it is to create that momentum, which puts you into like a vortex yeah. of like just positively. Um, best example I'll give you, and I'll stop being long winded, the airport situation, right? So it's like, hey, it sucks. Most people would say that. I say, okay, this is interesting. It means something great is supposed to happen while I'm still here an extra day. Means I'm getting upgraded or compensated in some way, some awesome way that I haven't expected. The person I'm gonna sit next to tomorrow is probably gonna end up being a business partner relative to who I was ever supposed to sit, sit next to today. Um, man, I can't wait to see what awesomeness is coming from tomorrow. All right. I think I go into the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. it is. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, because you could, you create the whole thing you create your yeah exactly mm-hmm. right so exactly right flew back first class because there's always like how you uh, choose. You can, uh yeah exactly everything is, is a, choice. Everything's a choice yes the way you look at anything is a choice decision. i 100 percent agree
0: okay.
2: yeah, yeah it's perspective right and and you can it.
1: and it's okay to be positive in that every day all day. Mm-hmm. all day like that's actually okay to choose
2: so he's you look at things and okay this flight not working out is not the end of the world. Right. Oh, it's the beginning so, of a new one. Right. And mm-hmm. you, you think, okay, well, let me see what can I make the most out of this flight, like, yeah. like out of this problem or out of this Turn issue. Turn a negative into a positive. Always. And then mm. you'll see, okay, because if you don't do that, you're just going to sit there and you're going to be mad mm. sitting in the airport and nobody likes being mad, especially in the airport. Right. You know? It's the worst.
1: It's the worst. Rick Ross has his has dope little clip that was popular a couple months ago. You know, he's doing like a whole lot of social now. He's like following the blueprint of Will Smith. Uh, shout out to Rick Ross. He's smart. Content wins. Um, there's a snippet of him saying, I don't need to do things. Um, I don't need everything to go right. I want to do everything correctly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that sticks with me a lot because I interpreted that into the positive momentum piece of like always choosing to see upside. Always. In every scenario. Every single one. Right? That yeah. That meeting at the developer's house was impromptu. I messed up. I went to the wrong coffee shop. But going to his house got him to see a piece of me that didn't require pitching my business. He walked me through a house that I can eyeball size.
0: He brought you into the, his your
1: comfort zone. That. Yeah. yeah or, like, or or him seeing my comfort zone right. made him comfortable. Like oh his right? I mean, he's smart. I don't need to see him do X, ex- would normally would be defined as showing me you're smart. You got eyeball a, a fucking stone concrete port house. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, like that that that's the equivalent of like getting the panel back, good job when you turn the paper in. Like for him to say, like, oh, you actually know the eyeball, he knows way more about it than me. He's been doing this he's been doing he's been in the game long as I've been alive as a developer. Right. So I'm just a kid. But I'm bold and ballsy and not afraid to be wrong. Uber dropped me off at the wrong house. Right? I'm on a call with another client as I'm as I'm meeting with him and I'm okay telling him, wait, even though I'm at your house, thank you for your time and I'm sweating and I'm okay. Or, you know, the porter potty where the construction worker's like, I don't think you want to go in there. I'm like, why not? Like, it's cool. Or like, him being like, walk, let me show you the garage. He says, you don't believe me. And I step in a mud. And I'm like, All right, well, that's actually, um, that's, uh, that's concrete mud. So I'll let it dry and it'll fall off. I didn't trip on my sneakers. I don't know. Right, right. I, I don't know. Like, I just, like, I, I love allowing that. And most people will say, well, you got to come back from it. You got to come back to reality. You, know, you gotta be here, you gotta be present. Mm. No, you don't. You create your own reality. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's your mindset? Mindset is like a powerful tool if you know how it's to everything. use it correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But think of how little we have control over it and I think yeah. that's the hard part. And, and, and really, it goes back down to really understanding yourself and understand, you said the internal belief. It only works when you really believe. Like, if you believe, like, you're going to have a, a good outcome, then you're going to look for the good outcome. But if you don't believe it, you're not going to look for it. So, and that's that's where the the, the conflict comes in. It's like, uh, I, I can say, oh, I'm going to be great. I'm going to be great. But if I don't believe I'm going to be great, then I'm not going to look for opportunities to be great. Or you surround yourself with naysayers. Yeah. How do you believe? That's the question is. Well, it's it's, a, it's, it's just a, it's, you make it.
2: You, you choose to yeah. do choose it. You choose to do it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what you do tell. I think for me it would be like how you know what i mean like you can be so positive and have a positive mindset literally it, but it's, sometimes it's just like no it, how? it's a self-talk
1: every time yeah. the negative thought comes yeah. in you have a choice mm-hmm. how do you respond to the negative thought you can either let it consume you
0: or you can address it oh, i understand yeah. where that comes from but mm, you, i saw the source of that here's the key I'll to that and that's a hundred percent truth right there but here's the key to it the how part that you're talking about and what he's saying there's a medium point there's some this where it meets is in your subconscious right you got to understand you've been you have to reprogram no, years go, go
1: and say that word you're about to say yeah go to the b word hold on brain no you, you,
0: know, you, you, you <laughs> yes yes to a go degree, and say yeah. that word but you've been you've been you have to reprogram yes you do everything everything it's unlearned and, you got to unlearn everything all. and start learning all these new tools and new habits right yeah. And the best way to do it is go, you gotta constantly catch it. Yep. And that's the hard part. And that's what people don't know the hard, the how. You gotta catch it because and what people are letting it consume we, we, Because it's habit. At the airport. Who it says habit. it? <sighs> you know what?
1: Lucy, thank you for helping me out. Okay, you know I what? <laughs> I really know where this is coming from. I get frustrated. I feel like I'm out of control. And I think I need to be in control. But you know what? There's a reason I need to stay. So I'm gonna let that control go and I'm gonna embrace this new thing. Thank you Lucy. I'll take the 545 tomorrow. Yeah. Like people just don't do that. They don't
0: do that. They don't do it. They don't do but his his a hack though. Um and I learned this from uh, several people that you know, one one guy is a real estate investor too. He made uh, he was he was telling me how he turned his year around and he was like really successful. But the hack was he went in the mirror every day and kept saying it kept saying it kept saying it kept saying it. Kept saying it. Yeah. Until finally, one day, he was put into that situation, mm-hmm. and before he could react, mm-hmm. he responded because mm-hmm. his self-talk came in through his mind, mm-hmm. and through his subconscious, and said, no, we're not going to act like this. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. So the that's why I can't stay in the trenches too long. That's why. Mm-hmm. But Once you start, your self-talk starts to, once you get to the point where you can catch it, it's when you catch it, that's when you're like, okay, I can correct it. But if I can't catch it, I won't be able to correct it because I'm so used to doing it out of habit. Correct. Out of bad routine. Well, also to too, but but
1: routine. unlearning, right? Paulo Coelho has this great quote where he says, "You can't. It's not about controlling your emotions.
0: Mm-mm.
1: It's about controlling your reaction yeah. to your emotions, mm-hmm. right? You are. We are not in control of our emotions. If mm-hmm. so, to to tell a child control yourself is." actual bullshit as well can't. they can't. can't just like an adult can't which yeah. is why we see adults spaz as much as we see yeah, kids and act spaz. Like children, right and so the whole thing <laughs> is like <laughs> hey think about why you don't like this decision why are you sad about it what, what what does it make you feel and when you dig to the source do you quickly change because you recognize it's not as impactful as you thought mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like there's gonna like 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 there's a point where like you know with my son it's like oh, okay you keep keep pooping yourself now mm, it's different you got, okay so well, let me see you're not telling daddy when you gotta go potty okay but you're not staying long enough to go okay hmm hey bud when you have to go what do you feel first I don't know well wait well wait, wait. sit down turn the iPad off talk to daddy when you have to go poopy what happens um um I itch Okay, that's a start. So why don't you tell Daddy next time you itch, so I can help you get to the toilet faster? Do you itch now? No. Hour later. Hey, bud, you're you're grabbing, you you're like grabbing your knees and you're twitching. Do you itch? Yeah. Okay, let's go potty. Guess what? I'm gonna have to ask him that fifteen times because he's not used to telling me, and eventually he'll tell me. Mm-hmm. But it started with me. I can't believe you shit your pants again. I gotta wash these clothes. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's yeah. just like it's it's it's. it's <laughs> It's, it's, it's you really gotta catch it, man. It's just it's, you gotta catch it. being conscious. I just get my ass for like, like muddying so up conscious. my clothes. You know another thing yeah. I've learned. Like, flip it. Uh, another thing I've learned is how how important is this to you, right? And I use to scale now. Like I literally have this conversation with myself. So before I get into an argument with somebody, how important is this to me, yep. right? So and I will scale it down. If it's a if it's a nine and higher, or even an eight and higher then I feel like I need to say something because if not, I apologize. I feel mm-hmm. like I need to say something because if not, it's, I'm going to bury the emotion and it's going to build up later on. But if it's not that important, this is like a four. Uh, you're whatever.
2: funny because you say before I, I get in an argument with somebody mm-hmm. as opposed to like when somebody, you're like you're already anticipating the argument. You understand? Yes, yes that's so a, like, that is so a bad habit. So when you handle. have that mindset like, this is going to be an argument as mm. opposed to like, just first analyzing this, you know, mm. whatever was just said, you know, because that's in itself a mindset, right? It's mm. in itself a mindset. You consciously saying before I got in an yeah, argument, correct. with somebody, that's correct. Because and, and,
0: and, and let me explain why it works for me that way. And you're right. That's, that's not a good approach, but this is why it works for me because I even though I'm anticipating an argument I'm anticipating also how I'm going to respond right to, to this situation so I'm looking at it okay this might be a problematic situation so I'm going to how I'm going to respond to this first first I gauge it see how important it is to me and then if it's like not that point I'm 99% like 99% of the time but if it is, is that it important right then I'm like okay this may be this may become a problematic situation before I get into this argument how I'm going to approach it and how I'm going to use my words right so even though I shouldn't be anticipating an argument I shouldn't but I still it works for me because I say to myself choose my words carefully and then I choose my words on how I'm going to reply or respond rather than reacting so that's why, and you're right. You're 100 percent right. But I think for me, that's that's what works this well first for me. Option. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It is. It is a first option. Because I'm like, okay, before this gets too crazy, how I'm gonna? And then I have this whole dialogue in your head. In my head. We
2: all do. Yeah. I mean, who's conscious does Yeah. Know?
0: Every I have this whole full dialogue, mm-hmm. and then I respond. So that's why sometimes it may take me a few seconds. Like I'll hear it, and then it'll take me a few seconds before I decide to say anything. And if it's really not that serious, I just let it go. But if it is that serious, I, I start asking myself, okay, this could get problematic. What, how, how am I gonna approach this? How am I gonna choose my words? What am I gonna say? And this all happens, and then I say, okay, now I'm ready to have that conversation.
2: Interestingly, like when you choose your words, you always, you have to have your, you 100% have to have the, the, the receptor in mind because mm-hmm. it's not about what you're saying correct. it's about how it's received. correct and are you going to be effective because you could be you could say what you want to say the way you want to say mm-hmm. it but how do you say something to be effective have the effective outcome yeah. right because the way you talk to this person that person is going to be different so that's, that's that's half of the consciousness like that's half of mm-hmm. it you know um to get to get the message across Right? People never remember I choose, what you said. Yeah, it's how they make you feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly make do, you feel. But what what do, I choose, feel, right?
0: I t- I take out the trigger words, like the you. You did this, and you. Did, yeah, did you take accountability? I, you say I. I. I yeah. I start using the I, and it's I. It's not using, you.
2: It's me. Or I, you know
0: the other thing I use. Um, uh, let's talk about this situation. This is how it made me feel. Right. And once you take out the the you like you did this and this is what you do all the time. And once you take that out, the conversation becomes a little bit easier to muster from the receiving end, because you're no longer attacking that person, right? You're you're attacking, not attacking, but you're having an argument about the situation rather than the person. Well, you could also be yeah.
2: effective by asking questions.
0: That's or tr- that's a good asking one. Asking questions from from that's their intent. One. What
2: was your intent? Yeah. You know, or what? What made you say right. it that way or mm-hmm. what, you know, where are you coming from? always
0: yeah, start. a to figure one. out where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, that's a good one. Because then when you ask that question, you can always turn around and say, because this is how I took it. Where were you trying to go with this? Because you they asked to you. Yeah. Because they didn't. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's good. And all, mm. the, all these things come back full circle of like how you want to be yeah. and, and how you want to like, if you could see yourself being better, you can get better.
2: Or if you, if you look at that as a like, oh, am I, what am I gonna take? Get out of this? Like, what am I learning out of this situation? Right. right? Anything? Because every every decision you make, every thing you say to anybody, you you have to think about what you what are you gonna get out yeah. of this? Like for you, yeah. right? So. And
0: and and it, the other thing we have to be mindful of, everybody's human. Like no, no one's perfect. Like shout out to Simone Biles. And, yeah. <laughs> We're going to make mistakes and we have, to, we have to own up to the fact because there's times I've been wrong and I'm like, and then I, I assess the situation too. I'm like, am I wrong in here? Or we got to speak up for ourselves before we do something wrong. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then once that happens, you, and then you have to admit to yourself, listen, I made this mistake. I'm human. I, I messed up. But I'm, I'm human and it's going to happen. That The problem is once, you, once that person forgives you, now can you forgive yourself because now the guilt starts running well
1: i think i think it's also too like well what if we didn't apologize what if we didn't apologize doesn't mean we just said this is me this is who i am but we said well the reason why i did it is so we didn't come from a place of i'm sorry right we came from a place of let me tell you why i honestly got triggered by what triggered me let me tell you how so I. So you're, think of you're that coming true. more from the thought process. Well, but but that that's where change comes from. Change doesn't mm-hmm. come from forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Change comes from self-assessment. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. And you know, what somebody th- see, thinks is wrong, another person might not think is wrong. Right. So there's right. there's absolute wrong. That's true. There's absolute right. There's mm-hmm. there are definitely things that exist that are absolutely right that's and right. absolutely wrong. That's true. But there's also things that some people think is wrong, and there, that's a huge gray area, like where you think some people think is wrong, some people think is right, and if you don't agree on that?
1: Then you say, that's who you are, and I accept you yeah. for who you are, and you now I make a choice. accept
2: that, choice. that that's, that's how they think. Right, mm-hmm.
1: and do I stay around with them or not? Or, yeah. and
2: if they want to accept how that's how you think.
1: They make that decision too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, what if the world, what would the world look like if we all just talk to each other from a place of conscious choice? Conscious choice, not mm-hmm. preconceived notion, not- Or
2: can respect that yeah. we think something- Different. Differently. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is okay
0: I'm, I, I, I kind of I like arguments where it's <laughs>
2: like <laughs> arguments I do <laughs> he <likes> I
0: I <laughs> debatable I like it because yeah. it, it makes me see it from a different perspective a yeah. debate yeah. and that, argument it's, um, is different. you like opposing thought yeah I do like there opposing thought opposing but sometimes thought. those opposing thoughts come out of our argument like when somebody's heated sometimes because they're passionate about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. subject and they passionate and they want to get their point across. Mm-hmm. And at that point they really going to let you know exactly yeah. oh, this is this is A B and C and D and it's, that's it. Right. That's when you get the real the real meaning or the real thing behind it. So that I value that. Yeah. Cuz I value that because that it makes me look at it from a different right. angle.
2: Yeah, and you know if learn. you don't
0: yeah. yeah, but then you got to look at it that way. You got to look at it from a, a position of okay, this person's passionate about this. Are they right? Yeah. Right? Because sometimes when somebody come across nonchalant and you're like, uh it's just also just their view, I, think is, I they, think. is their view It's
2: not right. Yeah, they're it's not you, the right. you to yeah. think the same as them. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean, right. doesn't mean it's right. It
0: doesn't mean it's right, but yeah. it yeah. makes you look at it from a different which, angle. No, which is yeah, which is true. And that's that's the point I wanna look at. Yeah. I wanna look at is this Holistic is, is am, am I do I have blinders on when it comes to this and often we do and we do often but do. sometimes those disagreements yeah, bring it apart you, you bring it Expl- apart yeah. and you get to see like okay i had these blinders on for too long now right. i need to remove them because that doesn't mean they're right, right but you see a point of view that you didn't see before yeah. and now you could incorporate that your next decision making but it comes from that debatable passionate argument and you're like okay I see your, but you got to be mature to have that. Mm-hmm. You got to be like, okay, I see your point. All right, I get it. Yeah. And
1: speaking speaking of what's not debatable is me getting home for bed. Oh, oh okay. So I. It's got, been
0: great. I. I, said. <laughs>
1: that.
0: That was- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to just cut it right there, but you know, like you know. I, I, I made a promise. Nah, nah. Made a promise. You, you, you have to commit. You have to yeah, I you. commit. Yeah, I got thank you so much, man. We really oh, appreciate oh, you, you
1: coming. We could have talked man. till yeah, we could have kept, <laughs> kept going. We could have kept going. Could have talked till Thursday. I would. I would have yeah. loved it too. Like I. I mean, I live for this. Like this. Yeah. I mean, the the, the, the yeah, dynamics. Just, he's our
2: ideal guest, man. This guy. He yeah, <laughs> is, man.
0: I would love and to we, come back if you had me. Yeah, I absolutely, to, yeah. We just we just can't make it. Yeah, because you know it's it's always good to see uh, fresh angles yeah. and different perspectives, and and sometimes I challenge unintentionally because I want to know the other side. So sometimes when you challenge somebody intentionally, you get to see oh, because sometimes you want to know. Like mm-hmm. I want, I really want to know, and so that's why having people that's um, open minded and not willing to. Um, shelter but willing yeah. to share. Yeah. Cuz sometimes people keep it to themselves and just let it go. Yeah. But the fact that you were open to share and you said, "No, nah, we're going to call it for what it is." That gave me an opportunity to learn and then we got an opportunity to share stories. But thank you so much. No problem. Thank, thank you, thank you so for much for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: We didn't even cover everything I wanted to cover. Oh, My yeah, God, man, we, had, oh, we didn't
0: talk about the Google. We didn't talk, talk about, about the, the str- Yeah, <laughs> so much. We gotta get you back, man. Yeah. done. done. I mean, that's, need... that's gonna be a whole other segment. Yeah, and this time none of this emotional stuff. now nah, yeah, listen, I'm gonna, <laughs> listen. Both are important. We just both chose this important. one to go there.
1: Both Next important. one we'll go to the biz. More yeah. biz.
2: No, it's, it's good to understand like yeah. everyone's yeah. like like how they think mm-hmm. because it's things that you do, but. Why do you do it this way? Yeah. Right. Because it's how you think. Right. So let's not take up any more of your time. We yeah. do know. Uh, Thank you. There's some bedtime stories. For yeah. sure. Uh, oh, yeah. You
0: all right, guys. Read. Some affirmations. So. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, once again, uh, just good night and just appreciate you guys for just subscribing, listening, and uh, all the good stuff. Hit the like button if you enjoy this content and comment, please. We would love to hear your thoughts on all the topics we addressed today.
2: Yes. And always right, remember to Goodbye. think Goodbye. differently and, right. and share
1: the link with your friends. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. It's yeah, so much for having me. I thank really you so much. It.